ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحديث حديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار الحمد لله given that the message for today's khutbah is very simple and given that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was described by ibn abdul bar rahmatullah alayh as disliking long-winded talk i will aim to make this khutbah as short and as straight to the point as i can by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is my hope that by doing so inshallah you will be able to grasp what i what i am trying to say in any case by the will of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala another ramadan has passed us by and although we marked the end of this ramadan with eid with celebration with togetherness all of these positive all of these great things we can also perhaps understand that the moment is a bittersweet one why because the masajid will no longer be full praying and fasting will decrease and finally we won't be examining our actions as much as we used to when we were fasting in the month of ramadan the one who has truly benefited from ramadan is the one that has taken away lessons from it so that he may continue to use them and benefit with them for the remainder of the year and imagine if one keeps doing this each year for the rest of his life Imagine the state in which he shall meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in order for all of this to occur, there must be one thing. There must be consistency. One of the things that we need to understand, one of the things that we need to comprehend is that consistency is important. We need to understand the importance of performing acts on a regular basis. not just for a finite period of time once we excel in worship it becomes common practice once we move upwards we can continue to improve as much as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us in a hadith found in the sahih of imam muslim rahmatullah alayhi it was said that aisha radiyallahu anha was asked regarding which act was the most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather than reciting to the questioner a supplication a dua or something of the like she simply said to the questioner 
adwamuhu wa inqalla the most beloved of act to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the type which is consistent it is continuous even if it is just a little therefore we need to understand for the purposes of this khutbah that we need to maintain that relationship with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala some of us we experience this great feeling this feeling of togetherness brotherhood listening to the kalam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all of these great things why put an end to it outside of ramadan why stop it once ramadan has ended let us continue with something it may be in the form of reciting a page or two of the quran it may be reciting some adhkar every day it may be listening to a lecture or talk every day the point is something must happen something must occur the salaf rahimahumullah jami'an they used to have a saying and that is the good follows the good if we are complacent living just as we did before ramadan then perhaps this ramadan that just came by perhaps not that beneficial perhaps we didn't gain the maximum benefit that we could have from it in the end we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to understand these things aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah inna alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in an authentic hadith found in the collection of Ibn Hibban inna li kulli amalin shirrah every deed it has a period of enthusiasm wa li kulli shirrah fatrah and every period of enthusiasm is followed by slackening off alhamdulillah every single one of us during ramadan we raised the bar we were enthusiastic about our worship by this i mean we fasted more we prayed more we listened to the quran more and the strange thing is after ramadan comes and goes we behave as though ramadan never came in the first place our enthusiasm for certain deeds disappears entirely how unfortunate is it that we go back to our previous lives perhaps we don't realize the danger of doing so in the first place in the same hadith which i mentioned to you the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam continues and he explains faman kanat shirratuhu ila sunnati whoever expresses enthusiasm in following my sunnah faqad aslah then he has succeeded he has prospered waman kanat fatratuhu ila ghayri dhalik and whoever loses enthusiasm towards something other than my sunnah faqad halak then he is destroyed subhanallah destruction the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is promising destruction for the one who is enthusiastic for a little while and then abandons his sunnah 
Subhanallah. Does that not match the description of some of us after Ramadan? According to the famous biographer of the Prophet وسلم, the author of that famous book, Al-Rahiq Al-Makhtoom, Safiyyur Rahman Mubarak Puri, he says one of the ways which we can avoid this loss of enthusiasm in the first place is by avoiding excess. Some of us, we simply just don't know how to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in simple terms. Some of us, we are in a situation where we do plenty in a short time and we think that's it. We go home and we're proud of ourselves. Reality of the situation is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants that relationship from you on a constant basis. Not something mechanical, not something symbolic, something which is true. In the same point, how many of us, how many of us when we face the Qibla behind the Imam, the Imam recites something, and then if we were to ask you, what is it that the Imam recited, you would be lost. You wouldn't even know if he recited from Surah Al-Baqarah or Surah Al-Iqlaah. Your mind is elsewhere. Ask yourselves, my dear brothers and sisters, is this the type of worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from you? Does he just want you to stand mindlessly, aimlessly for no reason? No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants your heart. He wants your enthusiasm. He wants your love. Give him what is best. Give him what is due to him. Give him his right. Perhaps this is the case that some of us, we feel like this after Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Therefore, as well as trying to maintain a regular habit of performing good deeds, let's try to maintain whatever enthusiasm we've built as well. According to experts in the field, some of them say that enthusiasm can be encouraged or can be sustained over long periods, provided we act early on. It's like trying to catch a ball before it even falls. You need to act beforehand. And some of these methods, they include going after something which you are passionate about. There may be a specific cause there may be a specific message which you are in love with, that you are passionate about. By all means, go after it. Seek it. <coughs> Seek out the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, there may be particular ayat of the Qur'an where you are touched by it. Utilize the book of Allah. <coughs> Connect yourself with the book of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not reveal the book that you can make an amulet out of it that you can hang it up on your wall. Recite it, learn it, understand the tafsir. Likewise, if you are having this difficulty with enthusiasm, getting motivated in other words, spend your time with someone who is more enthusiastic about Islamic activities than you. Someone that is more righteous than you in other words. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Kunu sadiqeen Be with those who are truth. And as the Prophet said, that the person is on the religion of his friend or his companion. 
So choose your friends wisely. If you are spending time with those people, those individuals who just couldn't care less about doing more, who perhaps are not even doing the bare minimum, then perhaps you are placing yourself in this situation. The point is, we need to do something. This aid, unfortunately, was not just an aid for us. It was an aid for all of the shayateen that were released from their time of confinement during Ramadan. The odds are stacked against our favor. And there is only one that can guide you. There is only one that can help you. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is up to you. Do you really want to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do you really just want to confine your love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to one month? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord of all of the months, not just Lord of Ramadan. Let's pay specific attention to this hadith which we just looked at just a few seconds ago. According to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one who does not find a way to manage his enthusiasm, what happens to him? فَقَدْ halak. He is destroyed. In the end, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the evil inclinations of ourselves. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from destruction. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us those who worship Him outside of Ramadan just as we should worship Him during Ramadan. Allahumma ghafir al-Muslimina wal-Muslimat wal-Mu'minin wal-Mu'minat al-Ahya'u minhum wal-Amwat innaka sami'un qaribun mujibu al-Da'wat Rabbana alayka tawakkalna وإليك أنبنا وإليك المصير ربنا لا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا واغفر لنا إنك أنت الرؤوف الرحيم عباد الله إن الله يأمركم بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء بالقربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم الجليل يذكركم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقيم الصلاة